Heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. Heroes, this week I have an incredibly special treat for you. We're playing J-Dragon's Sleepaway, a horror role-playing game about summer camp. It is an exemplary use of the no dice, no masters, or belonging outside belonging system. There are so many different facets that I love to this specific game. Character creation feels very unique and personal. And if you've been to summer camp, there is so much of this that resonates with you. It shouldn't be a surprise coming from Jay Dragon, the designer of Wonder Home, the wildly successful pastoral fantasy Kickstarter going on right now. But I kind of feel like Sleepaway is a sleeper hit for Jay. And I'm really hoping this series opens up this game to a new audience because I had so much fun playing it. Speaking of the game, we have an incredibly special cast for this week, and I can't wait to introduce you to all of them on air. And once before we get started, I want to give a huge thank you shout out to Tracy Barnett and Joe Webster for helping edit this week's episode. Tracy is taking on the artistic edit of this series, and Joe helped us with technical audio prep. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. Uh, first up, we got Brennan Lee Mulligan. Hello. Brennan, I'm so excited to finally be sharing a game table with you. I have harbored a deep sorrow in my heart for years that I was not here for the original Masks game uh, that you guys played. I, I thought you what were. What the hell, Brennan? He, he, he was, was, it was part of the plan, and it just didn't work out. It just didn't okay. work out. It was, it was I, you know, I think I was like just starting at College Humor at the time, and it was like a shoot, or it was something, I remember it was, it was not a like flake. It was like, oh, I have been scheduled to be somewhere and i will have to be fired or quit <laughs> nope, got it Brennan. got it and uh, hates us I, I think you made the right call at the time because uh please tell us what what, what you do or, or plug your stuff for us so that uh my audience can find you uh sure absolutely uh i am a cast member at college humor i'm the dungeon master for dimension 20 you can find me on twitter at brennan lm and you can find me on instagram at brennan lee mulligan hey folks if you are enjoying this program i can guarantee you will enjoy the dimension 20 stuff oh, uh, uh, it is it is very cool. Uh, they have access to better video equipment than we do, and the the like the spirit of the games I feel is like very in line with what we do. So uh, you are going to enjoy that very much. Uh, as a huge fan of One Shot, that is such a profound compliment. Thank you so much, James. I appreciate it. Uh, moving down the line, thank you very much, Brennan. Moving down the <laughs> All line, right, you I, too. I, yeah. <laughs> We're yes, flirting. Yes. Everyone relax. <laughs> Brandon and I are going to kiss for a little bit, and I need everybody to just let this happen. I'm <laughs> kissing this whole day. Uh, Lola, uh, while Hi. I am blushing through this, uh, it's so nice to have you back on the show, by yes. the way. Yes, it's great. Uh, yeah, the the last time that we were on the mic playing a game together, uh, Brennan had Stone Cold ditched us, and we played Mass. <laughs> we never and forgave him. I am looking forward to finding out what uh, half-human, half-shark you've brought for us this week. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I miss her. We all do. Uh, uh, she's the hero we needed, it turns oh, out. Man. Do you have any plugs that you would like to share? Well, it's kind of, kind of exciting. Uh, I recently rejoined social media after Ooh. like a year and a half away so i actually do have a twitter and an instagram plug that stuff twitter is lola bink and my instagram is lola binkard 
I think. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? This is a challenge for the audience. If you enjoy Lola on this program, please. You're truly a social media cryptid. You appear, you disappear. That is the sweetest thing yeah. you've ever said to me. I tagged her, but it's so blurry now. Um, oh, um, I do have one thing to hype. Um, I recently released a collection of short stories on Gumroad. Uh, it's called The River God and Other Stories. Uh, this sounds extremely in line with what my audience would be interested in. So y'all check those out. Um, next, we're going to meet Ben. Hello, ben. I'm Welcome back. Welcome back. And I'm not, I'm not going to do any accents this time, I promised my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to force me to do any accents either. Oh, everybody, you're so good at them. <laughs> oh, everybody was like, after that, they're like, James is doing a New Zealand accent. And it's like, yeah, I did a character based on a New Zealand character. I can't do Australian anymore. It's too subtle a difference. <laughs> um, uh, but welcome back. And do you Thank have any you. plugs that you would like oh, to share? Uh, for... Not right now. I mean, I think, you know, not everything I'm working on is may or may not uh, make it to the screen at some point. So I, just, I don't know. I've got a Twitter, Jen Bosef, if you want to follow that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow for impending plugs. <laughs> Um, uh, next up, we got Molly Ostertag. Molly, welcome back. Hello. We are very excited to have you back. I think uh, like this, uh, obviously you and Brendan are going to have a deep connection to this game uh, uh, <laughs> because your friend made it. Like it's that's wild. extremely yeah. cool. Crazy. Uh, yeah, shout out to the Wayfinder experience. Yeah, yeah. Brendan and I both uh, went to LARP camp together and uh, this was made by someone who was one of our campers. I'm very proud of them for putting this together. Jay, we love I'm, you. I'm ready to get fucked up. <laughs> That's uh, a good Wayfinder mantra, honestly. Yeah. Before we do that to you, do you have any plugs that you would like to share with our our listeners? Um, yeah, I just had a book come out, uh, The Midwinter Witch. It's the third book in my Witch Boy series. Uh, they're out from Scholastic, and you can find all of them. My Twitter, it's just Molly Molly Ostertag. And yeah, that's about all. Also, I, I write on a show called The Owl House, which is a cartoon at Disney that's coming out early next year. So those are some fun things if you're looking for like kid-friendly, spooky entertainment. Excellent, excellent. I'm sure our audience is looking for exactly mm -hmm. that based on what I know of them. Uh, next up, we got Noel. Noel, welcome back to One Shot. Thank you. I just I Noel Stevenson hyphen Oster tag. Whoa! <laughs> sorry, yeah, I just, we just got first. married and breaking, I'm breaking, oh, breaking, breaking news. <laughs> yeah, I meant to tell you guys. Extra, extra. <laughs> yeah. I even yeah. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the thing that you would like to plug is marriage. Uh, yes, I believe. marriage. I recommend yeah. <laughs> Wife City. <laughs> Everyone should go. Are you Ostertag Stevenson? No. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you at home, Molly just slightly shook her head. <laughs> she doesn't like to be tied down. <laughs> I, however. <laughs> wow. Okay, don't reveal too much. Uh, let's cut over to those plugs, though. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I make a show called She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, now streaming on Netflix. Check it out. I also make various comics. Got a memoir coming out in the spring. Ooh. Um, uh, check it out. Is that memoir going to be like autobio comics? Yes, it is made up of eight years of autobio comics compiled into one convenient volume. Uh, that is extremely cool. Yes, I love it is that called stuff. The fire never goes out. 
It's on Amazon and also other less terrible websites. <laughs> As a new author, I feel that heavily. <laughs> um, but with that, I think we are ready to begin our game. Uh, so this game, uh, part of it is the character creation. Ooh. Like we're going to be creating uh, characters at a summer camp and a summer camp together. Um, the first thing, uh, the first decision that we have to make in this game is choose our playbooks. Um, now, I had people do that off. Mike. So I just want to go around and let's have everybody introduce their characters and we'll go through, I think, uh, person by person, there are some decisions that you need to make. Uh, so you'll be filling in some little bubbles uh, mm -hmm. that will give us an idea of your characters. After we go around the circle, uh, there are going to be questions that you'll ask to other characters. So we'll do all of the bubbles first and Ooh. then we'll do the questions. I am going to be playing the song leader. Camp music lifts us up and binds us together. In uproarious sing-alongs, we find community. In heartfelt refrains by campfire light, we find home. The song leader sings from the soul with carefully chosen words and a gentle touch, and their voice hits you square in the heart and makes you want to join in. If camp has a voice, it isn't that of any one person. It's the combined voices of each and every camper and staff member but it's the song leader who spurs them all to sing. The song leader is a tender individual. Their power is in their voice, the voices of others, and the togetherness of countless arms wrapped around countless shoulders. This makes me want to cry. Yeah, I know. This is very emotional already. Brendan's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ike Shaw, right? This is... Um... Uh, this is a real yeah. there's like but they're all but this this person at camp is so real jay has done such an incredible job of capturing capturing a piece of magic capturing <laughs> lightning in a bottle the four options for song leader name is a name with a pleasing sound a name used only here a name that's fun to chant and a full name never to be abbreviated <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my oh god my that's like <laughs> Yeah, I I actually think the one that's that's the weirdly the most camp specific is a full name never to be abbreviated. So I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Aisha is a real person from our camp. That's that's this. That's yeah, that's just in secret. case anyone doesn't know <laughs> who um, was specifically this archetype. <laughs> yes, describe your look: curious eyes, thoughtful eyes, happy eyes, gentle eyes. Uh, I'm gonna go with gentle eyes. Delicate body, fluid body, stable body, slow moving body, body built for strong hugs. Oh, you got to go body built for strong hugs. <laughs> you absolutely do. I mean, when you get that option, describe your gender. Blackberry blossom, June apple, freight train, crawdad, wagon wheel, quite early morning, blowing in the wind. Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that rules. Oh, we're going to go blackberry blossom. Shout out to Freight Train, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> freight, freight Train is is uh, a gender that uh, uh, is more is rad as hell, but maybe more aggressive than I yeah. was. <laughs> somewhere between Blackberry Blossom and Freight Train. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, gender flux between Blackberry Blossom and Freight Train. I feel like this was a Seventeen magazine quiz I took one time. <laughs> oh, God, choose your childhood fear. Oh. Distant howling only you can hear. <sighs> Nobody being able to see or hear you. Going to sleep and never waking up. Your own face in the mirror. All of these. 
God. Uh, I'm going to go with nobody being able to see or hear you. That was a prank my brothers used to play on me in real life when I was like five years old. They pretended that I was invisible and I couldn't see them. And I screamed and started crying. And then I ran and headbutted my older brother in the stomach as hard as I could. And when he fell over, I knew that they were lying. <laughs> that's, val- that's valid. You're valid. <laughs> Let's work this out. <laughs> Um, choose your singing voice strong and grounded like an anchor warm and welcoming like an embrace playful and meandering like a chase through tall grass intimate and honest like a promise to a friend haunting and full like the moon reflected in the lake Uh, intimate and honest like a promise with a friend choose two songs group song no outside force could ever interrupt Story song campers always listen to in quiet, rapt focus. Hiking song that always gives you the tired, gives the tired and weak a boost of energy. Traditional song that provides insight into the camp's history. Cyclical song that always brings the camp dog running. I get to two, choose two of these. This camp has a dog. Cool. Feels unfair. Can I relate yeah. a dog? Very cool. <laughs> We're just going to role play playing with a dog for (laughs) the next couple hours. Uh, I'm going to go with group song, no outside force can ever interrupt, and traditional song that provides insight into the camp's history. Um, Oh, and there's questions asked to other people and tips. Yeah, so we'll do do questions asked to other people. Uh, Later, we're going to move on to Lola right now. Lola, Mm. what playbook did you choose for us? I chose, and this is ironic because it was my least favorite thing at camp, uh, the Ropes Keeper. The Ropes Keeper tends to the Ropes Course, the structure at the heart of the woods. They are an enigmatic staff member, one who prefers the company of the wooden beams and tall trees to the presence of other staff or, heavens forbid, actual campers. Still, the Ropes Keeper is a vital part of the camp ecosystem and helps hold the entire community together with their stoic hermeticism. The Ropes Keeper is a distant individual. Their power is in quick movement, sudden shows of cold kindness, and the forest itself. Mm. Mysterious. Oh yeah, that was fully my role at camp. Oh, like, am I you? I was like, if yeah. a camper speaks to me, I will curse at them. <laughs> I was very mean to campers. So I should take a ten minute break and and meet with you for method. <laughs> no, okay. Just um, imagine being incredibly socially anxious. Yeah. So that's why you do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll move on to name stuff. Yeah. Uh, choose your name. An old name. A name said thoughtfully, a carefully chosen name, a name with power behind it. Um, I'm going to pick a name said thoughtfully. Describe your look. Dull eyes, hardened eyes, pointed eyes, animal eyes. Whoa. Animal uh, animal eyes. Which animal are you going with there? Uh... I'm going to say <laughs> a trout. Terrifying. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to say that like a, a gentle cow's eyes. Ooh. Oh. Oh. No. <laughs> Lovely. They have really cute eyes. Let's see. Body. Wide set body. Tense body. Wiry body. Nimble body. Scarred body. Scarred body. Ooh. Describe your gender. Hermit. Sailor. Druid. Swamp Thing, Rusted Sword, A Fox, An Ancient Oak, None of Your Business, Rusted Sword. That's what I would have gone for. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds cool. A ca- uh, cow eyes and a sword. <laughs> sure. Um, choose how the woods first helped. You were running from a bully. 
the Lindworm was trying to kill you. A wise mentor showed you its wisdom. A dream guided you between the branches, or you were in love here once. I'm going to pick a dream guided you through the branches. Choose the woods impact. Overwhelms with natural beauty. Reveals spoken lies with birdsong. Honors pain with shared simile. Tells the truth with venerable silence. Keeps promises with sunlight. Uh, I want to be a Disney princess, so I'm going to pick spoken lies are revealed with birdsong. Hell yes. Um, choose why you still have friends. You're funny. You give good advice. You listen. You're there for people when it matters. You know people better than they know themselves. Uh, everyone likes a listener. I'm, I'm going to listen. And uh, the rest is for other players. So what are you going to name this character? His name is going to be Jason Varney. All right. <laughs> I like it. And Ben. Hi, I am the fresh blood who isn't really fresh. They've gone to this camp longer than some of the administrators. They're fresh however, that they just stopped being a counselor in training this year. For the first time, they have to navigate their world anew. It is now full of strangeness, and they are surrounded by idols from their youth who have turned out not to be gods, but instead just regular people with regular lives and regular desires. The Lindworm has always been a campfire story, but watching their once mentors and newfound friends prepare for it feels impossible. Also, oh my god. What? Oh, yeah. we're going to get into the Lindworm. <laughs> yeah. So so part of this Don't is Lumberjanes, you know, where oh, you yeah. have like meaningful uh, connections and good friends. And the other part of this game is It. So, uh, Which granted is also Lumberjanes. Yeah, we'll say. It's less cheery Lumberjanes, though. Less empowered, I would say. Um, so I am a naive individual. My power is in my youthful energy, genuine love, untouched by age, and a heartfelt peer relationship with many of the campers. So for my name, I am choosing uh, a common name. Um, oh. <laughs> How strange. Well, that was the other, the other three <laughs> options. Were a quiet name, a name that blends in easily, or a name chosen not to raise, raise eyebrows. Uh, so for my look, the options were chipper eyes, feisty eyes, playful eyes, or earnest eyes. I went with earnest eyes. Uh, and I, have a, I could either have a spry body, a lanky body, a chubby body, or a body that's still figuring itself out. I went, I went with a body that's still figuring itself out. Aww. Nice. Uh, uh, there were a lot of gender options, but I went with adjacent. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, so real. <laughs> and uh, from a childhood childhood fear, uh, I, I went with being lied to. That's a good one. Uh, my natural talent, I am uh, great at sick flips on the rope swing. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing I'll never live down is that I tried to kiss someone who wasn't into me. Oh, <laughs> no. So that's me, the fresh blood. So realistic. And my name, or my common name is Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Remember when Mike tried to kiss the camp dog? <laughs> <laughs> Bit on the, the nose. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I don't think of you that way. Yeah. <laughs> Old scout. <clears throat> Oreo. <laughs> Adventure dog Oreo. All right. Molly, uh, what playbook did you choose? Okay. Uh, I chose the lifeguard. Some people might become lifeguards to avoid having to do the hard work at camp. This lifeguard is not one of those people. It takes a special strength to be willing to drop everything and jump into the waves to save a kid you've never met before. The lifeguard is here to protect their friends in the camp, weathering everything the universe could throw at them with the same dogged smile. The lifeguard is an unbreaking individual. Their power is in mutual aid, physical defense, and self-sacrifice. So my options for a name, 
a short name, a sharp name, an honest name. I'm going to go with a name that's easy to yell. Yeah. My options for look, warm eyes, hardened eyes, watery eyes. I'm going with watchful eyes. Lithe body, proud body, stocky body, built like a wall. I'm going with coiled body. Oh, wow. Um, My gender descriptor options, nice boy, wonder woman, eagle, castle, lighthouse in the darkness, relatable. I will be going with a savior and a saint. (laughs) Uh, My childhood fear, wolves that kidnap your friends, being excluded, small insects that live in your ears, a current too fast to outswim. I'll be going with diseases undetected until it's too late. Oh my gosh. That's like a, <laughs> These fears are very real. Very real fears. <laughs> um, I also get to choose an outside relationship. Um, a little brother who misses you, a support game, an old house you think of as home, a family. I'm going to choose a best friend who used to work here. Seems to be the most dramatic. Um, and choose what keeps you working here. Is it the kids, your friends and the staff, the land, the chance to save people. I'm going to go with the saddest one. You've forgotten why, but want to remember. Oh, <laughs> what's that in response? To? Uh, what keeps me? What keeps me working here? I've forgotten why, but I want to remember. Jay, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jay, fly to Los Angeles for a ass kicking <laughs> emotionally. Um, I think my name will be Soph. Easy to yell. Soph. Soph. Um, Soph. And my pronouns will be they them. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. And let's go down, Noel. So I will be playing the counselor. Most people who work here are here for the friendships, but not the counselor. They're just here to help the kids. Nothing more and nothing less, and they'll die before they let a single kid get hurt. The world is harsh and cruel, and the lindworm has traumatized too many. The counselor will do anything to keep their kids safe. The counselor is a passionate individual. Their power is in their heartfelt speeches, charming air, and the people they surround themselves with. So my name options are a cheerful name, a round name, a name made up of a single letter, and a name good for a small bird. And I'm going with a name good for a small bird. Fuck yeah. Yes. (laughs) Describe my look, honest eyes, listening eyes, watchful eyes. I'm going with flaming eyes. Uh, And my body... Between large body, thick body, curvy body, and the body of someone who wants to love being alive. Uh, I'm going with thick body, obviously. Does it have two C's? C's? Unfortunately, no, but I'm going to imagine that it does. (laughs) I'm going to write that in. Okay. Uh, Describe your gender. Robin, a vast and caring body of water, a campfire, an indie song about friendship, social justice cleric. I'm going with old woman atop a mountain which is the truest thing i've ever heard and you know might start identifying with uh choose why the campers listen you're funny you're thoughtful you give good life advice you pay attention to the quiet ones you command the room i'm going with you talk to them about their feelings uh choose your favorite activity sitting around the campfire fishing for bass, hiking up the old mountain, digging up worms in the mud, sand castles by the lake, building fairy houses, and I'm going with camp theatrical performances. Mm-hmm. Yes. Choose why you almost left. You're not getting paid enough. You fell in love with someone who offered to take you to the city. You need to take time to support your family. You need to start your life. It just just doesn't feel meaningful anymore. And I'm going with the camp has changed too much. 
Uh, and for my name, I'm going to go just from what I've heard from you two about the names of campers at camps like this. Uh, I'm going with Peas Blossom. Peas Blossom. Peas Blossom never the... came to an overnight, but they were at New York Homeschool Capture the Flag. So, I... hey y'all, I heard Peas Blossom has a thick body. <laughs> Damn, Peas Blossom with her flaming eyes. <laughs> I realized that because I have, I have to, my name is a full name that is never abbreviated. I needed a second to think of it. My name is Robin David Ash. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Robin, Robin David, David Ash. Ash. Robin David Ash. Robin, Robin David, David Ash. Ash. Robin David Ash. Robin David Ash. All right, because this is a GM-less system, I am yeah. going to be playing oh. a character as well. Oh, oh, twist. Um, and I am going to be playing uh, with the athlete playbook. Always choose win, yells the athlete, both on the field and in life. The athlete is cold skill, emotion transformed into furthering of the desire to do even better in the world. Never assume the athlete doesn't care, even if they never show it. Feelings come secondary to victory over the lindworm, keeping everyone else safe uh, to giving everyone else the space to process. Feelings are later. Win is now. The athlete is a storming individual. Their power is restrained fury, tragic heroism, and their physical ability. Uh... This is sounds like someone way cooler than I ever could have been in my life <laughs> at camp. So I got to choose my name. I got a choice between a sturdy name, a dependable name, a name that hides who you are, and a name that can be used like a battering ram. Uh, and that is absolutely what I'm going to pick. Yeah. A name that can be used like a battering ram. Describe my look. Furious eyes, piercing eyes, burning eyes, or explosive eyes. Wow. I'm going to go with burning on Ooh. that. Um, and for body, coiled body, massive body, tank of a body, <laughs> blade of a body. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the tank. Nice. Why is your description so horny? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, let, well, let's, let's get to gender here. Um, so for genders, I can be a glaive. Lightning, health goth, sports dyke, barbarian, or lonely king? I think I'm going to go with lonely king. Those are all extremely good. My childhood fear, uh, I've got wolves torturing your family, all of your bones breaking, a bully with a sharper weapon, a slowly transforming into a statue, a doll that can control you, or getting robbed and killed. Oh boy, yeah, these are some spooky stuff. I think I'm going to go with slowly transforming into a statue. That is speaking to me. I get to choose my contraband weapon. Oh. Uh, and some of these are buckwild. Uh, so there's a baseball bat, a broadsword, an exacto knife, explosives, an axe with barbed wire. A chainsaw. Where's the barbed wire? Yeah. I was just thinking that. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. Like, I could see a baseball bat with barbed wire, but an axe with barbed wire seems like it's overkill. Yeah. It's it seems like it makes the axe worse. See, <laughs> I can tell you've never been to camp before because <laughs> it's a camp thing. You wouldn't get it. Uh. <laughs> I could also go with a chainsaw, <sighs> butterfly knife, brass knuckles, or a spiked chain. Ooh. All of these are uh, the the axe with barbed wire intrigues me the most. Can you tell us where the barbed wire is? Um, 
Is it on the handle so like only you can hold it? <laughs> it's it's only bad. you are strong enough. <laughs> only you are strong enough. <laughs> what if that's it? What it if it's like a wrapped around the blood. handle and only I know where to hold oh, it? Like, that's kind of that's like oh, such a teenage idea of like a cool thing. Yeah. yeah, only I know where to pick it up because oh everyone else will. You say that and then immediately fuck up your hands. <laughs> Ow. Most of those weapons, I feel like, were at camp at some point. Oh, for sure. Another. That list is a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Brennan's story after Hot Hands is the time he was attacked with an axe and barbed wire. I mean, yeah. the, the chainsaw stories we could tell you are oh, a lot. Yeah, 100%. Then the thing about the, cha the chainsaw is you can smell it before you can hear it because oh, the, gas, <laughs> the gasoline and the, and the thing was always freshly put in there. So you smell gas, you know you got to run. I want you both to know that you're deeply terrified. <laughs> Um, so I have to describe this weapon uh, with two descriptions, and I'm going to choose it was something given to me by a mentor, and it's got my name carved into it. Oh, my God. I actually have to come up with a name that can be used like a battering ram. I think it's going to be Sam, short for Samantha. Uh -huh. Now that we have those characters, I'm going to set the scene a little bit uh, with something that the game recommends I read aloud to everybody, uh, and that is the playing the game section. Making a heartfelt connection in a dewy field, glimpsing an unwelcome visitor in the woodline, stewing on unspoken thoughts while sunlight beats into stillness, speaking our fears over the fire, fleeing a monster wearing a friend's skin. These may all be part of the game, moments of our conversation. We'll add these moments by making moves. In this game's conversation, you, the players, will each take the role of specific characters. Whenever you want to take an action in the world, take your turn in the conversation. You do it by making a move, sometimes through your character, sometimes through other ways. Moves push the story forward and allow us to act upon the world. The most common moves you'll make are take action, leaving yourself vulnerable, and invite the lindworm to act upon the group. When in doubt, always look for a move to make. When you make your move, name the move you're making, follow what it says, and add to that fiction. Use other words to expand it. Maybe your move is the campers introduce drama and connection. After you've named it, mention how there's a crowd around the nurse's office and Mary is crying and everyone says Mary's crying because Amber, the staff's favorite camper, attacked them with a knife. No camper describes it exactly the same. Each story is more gut-wrenching than the last. You can find moves on your character sheet or setting elements sheets, which we'll get to, or maybe in rituals that you'll be playing through. Some moves are questions written in italics preceded by ask. These are to be asked between players about their characters and aren't necessarily asked in character. You know when you're talking to somebody and someone re and suddenly realize something important uh, that they're feeling that they're not telling you? That's what it is to ask one of these questions. There are three kinds of moves, strong, regular, and weak. Strong moves put your character or other characters in a better position going forward. Weak moves leave you worse off or in a more painful place. Regular moves offer mixed results. You can't make strong moves all the time because you must spend a token to make a strong move. You start the game with zero tokens. To get tokens, you must make weak moves or engage with other characters' narratives by fulfilling their lore. Every character sheet has a different lore. You'll each read your character's lore aloud once you've made your characters. 
Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, I hope you're enjoying the game thus far, because Jay is currently kickstarting a new game that is doing exceptionally well. And if you're enjoying Sleepaway, I know you're going to enjoy Wander Home. Wander Home is a pastoral fantasy role-playing game, telling small stories of characters on long journeys. It's a game about sitting under the stars, watching a sunset, and sharing a meal with people you love. It captures so many of these small, precious moments that we see in things like Studio Ghibli films, Lord of the Rings, and series like Redwall. It's got the fun and romance of adventure fantasy without all the violence. In fact, Wander Home is very specifically anti-violent in a way that's really refreshing to the role-playing medium. And that Kickstarter is currently doing gangbusters. As of right now, there are 10 days left in this Kickstarter, and it is at $210,000. And folks, the goal was only $18,000, which means there are tons of stretch goals that you collect on if you decide to back during the Kickstarter. Jay and their team have a great record, as they've already delivered games like Sleepaway. And there are so many cool people that got brought into the Wander Home project during the Kickstarter process that it's really become one of the best deals out there right now. I am so happy to see this game succeed, and I know many of the folks who joined me for this week's episode are as well. So if any part of today's episode resonated with you, head over to Kickstarter and search for Wander Home, or follow the link in our show notes to back now. Speaking of Kickstarters, the OneShot Network has some very exciting news coming up. Be sure to watch the Campaign Skyjacks feed this week on Wednesday for an exciting announcement. If you happen to subscribe to the Skyjacks mailing list or subscribe to our Patreon, you probably already know what that announcement is, and you've gotten a sample. I don't want to spoil the surprise to all of our other listeners, so be sure to join us this Wednesday on the Skyjacks feed for more information. Speaking of Patreon backers, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers before we get back to the show. MJ Wallace, thank you so much. Rebecca Testa, thank you. Stephanie Moore, Thank you so much. Viv, thank you very much. And also, we've got a name correction, and that is Kelly Pelesny. Kelly, thank you so much, and thanks for bearing with us. Finally, thank you to Nathaniel Letterman. Nathaniel, this one comes from your spouse, so be sure to thank them for us. If you like what you're hearing now, be sure to head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and sign up to become a supporter. Without our Patreon supporters, we wouldn't be able to make episodes like this. Your Patreon dollars help pay for my flight and stay out in California when I recorded this oh so long ago, back when we could still travel the country. So a huge thank you to everyone who supports us and everyone who's going to support us in the future. Now, with all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. So now that we have sort of established the baseline of our characters, we have on our sheets uh, two questions to ask each other. These will help us, you know, form relationships uh, within the group, and uh, that will help us uh, figure out who these people are. And I think I misspoke earlier when when I classified these as like between campers and counselors. It seems like these are all like young counselor mm, level because yeah. um, the idea is we are defending this camp and its campers right. from something which we'll get to sounds soon. like the lindworm yeah <laughs> our good old friend Don't the lindworm <laughs> uh 
so let's 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 head back to Brennan. Brennan, you've got two questions on that sheet. Who would you like to do, direct these questions to? Um, well, I've got three, but it says to ask two. Yeah, I will ask Jason. What song best represents our relationship? And are we answering in character or? Uh, so you're answering it for the character, oh, yeah. Um... So like the, the relationship between Robin, David, Ash, and Jason. Hmm. Um. Man, I'm so bad at the names of songs. We'll um, help you fill that in. I feel like yeah. this group might know some of the songs that I you're think talking it about. Might be "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Billy Joel. <laughs> Oh, Is that, was I right? Was I right? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's not right. <laughs> you know what? I went for I'm, it. I'm um, Cat Stevens' Moonshadow. Oh, okay, really? okay. How does that go? As I'm being followed by a moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> going on there. Yeah. Molly, a.k.a. Uh, Soph. 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 It's easy to yell. What have you said to me, but never to anyone else? <gasps> oh, shit. Okay, that's a really, okay. So your character is this gentle songster. Um. And your character is the lifeguard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we can put that on our oh. cards, too. Um. So what Soph has said to... Robin, David, Ash, I think uh, they have confided in you that they're uh, lonely at camp since their best friend left. Sad. <laughs> it was a sad one. Uh, Lola, how about Jason? Jason is going to ask Peas Blossom, why were you banned from entering my woods? <laughs> well, what mine. makes them your woods? <laughs> my ropes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought that the ropes were too dangerous for campers, and so I sabotaged them in the dead of night. Oh my god. That's definitely it why you're not. Backfired. So you meant <laughs> <laughs> Why are all these campers getting hurt? <laughs> <laughs> now they know the ropes are dangerous. <laughs> you have to you know, learn sometime. I don't like kids and I don't like injured kids, so I definitely don't want you in my woods. Oh, uh I'm going to ask Mike up why did i stop loving you oh, oh no. no oh no mike and jason <laughs> Tinder um, i think it's because i tried to kiss soph <gasps> and she wasn't into it uh, <laughs> she was the, she was the person they. She was the, they sorry they were the person i tried to kiss who wasn't into it oh. <laughs> you made soph uncomfortable <laughs> is that but those are both your questions yeah that's yeah. it all right ben um, these are right. so good for drama generation <laughs> yeah, I love the, you're, you're like a little drama bomb you're yeah like... yeah robin david ash why do i still resent you after all these years oh you resent me after all these years because you grew up at this camp and have been going here since you were 11 and I showed up last year as an adult and command more respect and love here than you do after devoting your oh life to God. this. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Mike. Deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jason Varney. Mm -hmm. How did you teach me the most important lesson I could learn? I think this sort of backfired on me after I taught it to you <laughs> is that um, 
courage is something you make for yourself oh, no. and everything will go your way. <laughs> no, that didn't work out for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Oof. That's super wow. cool. Yeah. Wow. Got, Mike's getting some character Mike. development. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I have to ask Sam Baxter, how did I save you from metaphorically drowning? From metaphorically drowning. I get into things, obviously. Uh, and I think there have been like a couple inner camp sporting events uh, that I've done where like normally we've got like a good team. And I think there was one year where we were doing, I think, field hockey. Like, that feels kind of brutal. Um, where our team was not strong, but I am used to having a strong team. So I was trying to force everyone into caring about this as much as I did. And that was alienating a lot of people and causing me tons of stress. Like, it would be the sort of thing where... I would be crying in the bathroom every day, like because tryouts were not going well and we were just going to lose this game. And you, I think, stepped in and like on my behalf, canceled the game. So like I didn't have to go through the heartbreak of losing <laughs> and I didn't have to continually go through like the social suicide that was trying to force people to care when nobody cares. Oh, um, sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Cool. Mike, are are you still in love with me? <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop being in love with you. Oh my oh God. God. Oh no. I'm 15 years Mike, old. Mike. What people need to understand is that Ben is batting a thousand for this kid. <laughs> this is the realest person. Oh, oh great. Yeah, and I, I know it. <laughs> I definitely know it. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, all right, so my questions. Um, I'm going to ask Sam Baxter, why do we keep fighting? I think we have very strong personalities. You know, I, I am someone who is like in the junior counselor track, I'm definitely the person who was more of a camper than a counselor at that period of my life. Uh, and I ne like when I go to camp, I'm there to be at camp. And like now I'm kind of too old uh, to do that. So you're like, hey, there are all these responsibilities here now. And we kind of need you to ste step up in a responsible place. And yeah, you're really great at getting people riled up and getting people to play games, but that gets them hurt and that hurts feelings. And like, that's not your fucking role anymore. <laughs> so, and like, I'm here to have fun and be with my friends. So there is a really tough tension between us. Boy, if you get any of my campers hurt, I will use your name as a battering ram. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you swing that battle axe at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got an axe. Is it a battle axe? I'm picturing a wood chopping okay. axe. I think yeah. it's probably Sorry. a wood chopping axe. Yeah. Any axe can be a battle axe if you try hard Yeah, enough. exactly. <laughs> it might be a wood chopping axe, but I'll bring it to fucking battle. There's barbed wire on it. There's the t-shirt. Wood chopping? Oh, yeah. Well, that works then because the barbed wire is on the non-axe side. Yeah. And you can hit people with the axe. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still wrapped around the handle like an I asshole. Know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. And for my second question, Robin David Ash, how do we get each other in a way that other people don't? I think we get each other in this in a way that other people don't, because I think deep down we both understand that we have the same job here, 
I think that like our aims are the same, which is fundamentally like taking care of the kids. And I think if anything, what I like get and respect the most about Peas Blossom is that you are the direct action version of what I'm doing. Being like a storyteller song leader is like, hey, we're going to create these moments where we all come together and feel community. I do that in a showy way once or twice a day, and you do it all day, every day, person <laughs> to person. I think we get each other because mostly you're not leading songs all day. Like being the song leader is not an all the time job. So I think that Rob and David Ash takes care of Peas Blossom when in the moments that he's not like singing songs, he's like making sure that the caretakers are taken care of. Oh, that's very sweet. So I got my questions here and I want to throw this out to Mike because Mike, I feel like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you've had a, you've had a tough, a tough spot. So my question is, do I take care of you and do you want me to? Oh, uh, that's interesting. I think you do. And I don't want you to. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was hoping for. I, I don't want your care. I don't want to think you need it, but you know, you're strong. You're stronger than me. You're more focused than me. You, you are kind of what I wish I was deep down. Ooh! Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, Mike, sweet, sweet Mike. <laughs> I I kind of think Sam might have a thing for Mike. Oh, oh my no. god! Like, I didn't think Mike was going to be the one cleaning up over. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in most of these situations, Mike is not. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, Sam. Sam is is this big, strong person who wants to express their love through care, and Mike is not into that. And Sam, oh, interesting, is like probably that. not handling that super great. <laughs> Because she doesn't express vulnerability well at all. I think I'm going to go to, ooh, this is a cool thing to hand Peas Blossom. Peas Blossom, how did you perceive me when you saw me at my most vulnerable? When I saw you at your most vulnerable, you had just lost the game that was supposed to be in the pocket for you. And I loved it because I resent you so much. Oh, All of the kids are Nasty. obsessed with you. Like you're so like you wear those little shorts. You're like so hot. You have the ponytail and the bangs. And mm -hmm. I just don't think that these kids like they understand how much I do for them. But they love to watch you play sports ball, the sport you play. And I, you know, to see you so broken, I got a lot of joy out of it, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you for I the... always try to speak my truth. <laughs> Thank you for the gift of making me a sports person with bangs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm really trying to sort that out in it's my powerful. head. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. A lot of headbands. The last thing on the last page of your character sheets, you're going to find your lures. Uh, these are things that uh, everybody else in the group is going to be able to use to generate resources for themselves uh, interacting with your character. They're one of the gentlest ways that we're able to generate those resources. Like uh, if you look at like most of your weak moves, they're rough. Like they're mm. all kind of pretty emotionally loaded and will have some serious consequences for some of them. The lures are important. Uh, it helps us create these bonds between our characters and also helps us move the game forward in a way that is less punishing for us. Um, so Brennan, what is your lure? So the, so the lures mean that when someone else does this, they get a token. Yes. Cool. My lure is every time someone answers your voice with their own, echoing your words, sentiment, or tone exactly, they get a token. 
Mm. Cool, cool. Huh. Uh, my lure is every time someone runs to my woods to escape a problem, they get a token. Uh, mine might be punishing. Uh, every time someone acknowledges what they can learn from Mike, they get, they get oh, a token. No. <laughs> every time someone admits that they've learned a lesson from Mike. Oh, <laughs> no. No, no tokens from Mike. Need a token. Do it for the token. Uh, Soap's lore, every time someone asks for their help to stay afloat, they gain a token. I'm assuming it's a metaphorical float, yes. afloat, as, as well as probably literal. So mine is every time someone engages with a camper as a fully realized character, they get a token. Am I inventing all the character, all the campers? So no, you won't be responsible okay, for that. <laughs> uh, you can invent campers, and we'll, we'll get to the camper invention right, system in a little bit because we'll we'll have to make the camp soon. My lure is cutie. Just want everyone to know that there is a beautiful cat here. It's named just Metallico. a gorgeous cat, an exquisite he is senior citizen, years old and gorgeous. Metallico, you're famous. You're just wearing it so well, Metallico. Uh, my lore is every time someone respects you and your autonomy, they get a token. Oh. So got got some uh, incentive to respect me. <laughs> <these guys. laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, cool. So now that we have that, uh, oh yes, you're you're fully welcome to swear. <laughs> Thank you. This is camp. You gotta swear. Like this is the one situation where many of these teens are not getting in trouble for cussing for the first time. So <laughs> it's gonna be rough. I mean, oh, yeah. Blossom would never. <laughs> I, I don't think Jason's a, a strong cursor, but uh, he he enjoys a hell every now and then. <laughs> Robin David Ash will curse if the camper curses first. <laughs> uh, so. I've got these piles of papers here. Um, because this is a GM-less game, obviously there needs to be control of the external world elements. Um, and those are ref represented in these neat little sheets here. Uh, these are all aspects of the camp. Uh, they're aspects of kind of every summer camp in a way, uh, but definitely aspects of this camp specifically. Now, we have a group that is larger than the number of setting elements. So if you don't feel super comfortable in like a GM role, you don't have to pick up a setting element. But these will provide us with some uh, thematic oomph for our world. Um, and I will read through the little write-up that we have here. Uh, the world isn't just our characters. It's also the misty lake with its splintered dock, the cool woods and the wine of mosquitoes, the sunny field. It's all the campers, those lovable weirdos. It's the traditions that we've kept, those we've lost, and even the strange magics at the edge of all things. Whenever it feels right, pick up one of the setting elements and have it support the game. While holding it, you control that aspect of the world. Sometimes the setting element will be literal. Sometimes it won't. For example, you might be holding the lake during a scene where no one's even near the lake. And that's okay. Setting elements are also metaphors for other feelings and moments within the game. It's possible to drown without having the lake nearby, or even any water, both in life and in sleepaway. Setting elements let you make move, moves beyond those available on your character sheet. These moves add to the conversation just like any other move. Setting elements never have to worry about tokens. Sometimes, setting elements create characters. These characters should always have motivations and desires that tie into the setting element and its desires. 
a ritual may be started whenever you choose. Some moves or situations call for one. Rituals pause the normal structure of the conversation and briefly replace it with a new structure. The ritual may represent a game of truth or dare, a romp through the meadow, a quiet moment among friends, sneaking down a path, or crafting a powerful spell. When a ritual is happening, only communicate using the moves printed on the ritual itself and end the ritual the way it instructs you to do so. So rituals are kind of like... Uh, structured games or even like those moments at a summer camp that feel like they have a special kind of magic to them. Like one of them is just sitting in a field looking up at the sky together. In this game, that sort that moment represents actual magic in tandem with metaphorical magic. So it might be uh, how we interact with some of the supernatural elements of the game. But But first up, We've got these setting elements, and a couple decisions need to be made about them. So if anybody feels that one of these elements calls out to you, please pick it up. I will say that if you are a character who is very tied to the woods, you might not want the woods because then you'll be playing two things at the same time oh, in the same okay. scene. So we should pick something farther away from what we want oh, to be associated with that's other. exactly ah. exactly it'll it'll make it more you communicative instead you of you having to do two npcs talking to each <laughs> yeah. other uh, i'll take the woods hell yeah i will take the field i'll be the campers Wait, so do we switch these? Can we switch these up as well? Yeah, so okay. you like these are, can be open, but you, as the person who takes responsibility for them now, are going to be making decisions about them that will inform the greater camp experience. So, for instance, now that I have the magic, I need to choose two visual metaphors. And I am going to, God, these are so cool. I'm going to pick uh, fireflies as one metaphor. And I'm going to go with the moon because we had that Cat Stevens song pull. Oh, it says it says here, if there is a ropes keeper, use their answers for the information here. They should start with the woods. Oh. oh. Otherwise, answer those sections. So some of them might say that a certain person should start with them. I will shoulder the double burden of the woods. Okay. Uh, what what uh, decisions have you made about the woods? Um, I think it's on the second play page where second you... Second page of the woods. Okay, I get to pick two aesthetic elements. Should I read them all or just the ones I pick? Just the ones you pick because the, the, this is a long list. I am we want people to buy the game. Going, <laughs> I'm going to pick Tangled. Ooh. And I'm going to pick Intelligent. Oh, interesting. Creepy. Cool. Spooky. Spooky scary. All right, who's got another one? I have the the field, which is like the sunny play center of the camp. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to choose uh, two aesthetic elements for it, which are going to be freshly mowed and clearly loved. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Who's mowing that field at summer camp? <laughs> Probably one of the people that works for the Christian organization we're renting from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lila. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> Okay. That haircut, though, <laughs> very. You severe. don't want to go for her with a haircut. <laughs> um, so I've got the lake, uh, and I'm choosing two aesthetic elements, which are misty and hungry. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, spooky lake, uh, hungry lake, misty, hungry yeah. lake. 
Tangled <laughs> Intelligent Woods. Tangled yeah. Intelligence? What, what is it? We'll be fine. Uh, yes, Tangled and Intelligent, the yeah. place you want to send children. Yeah. Guys, the magic is fireflies and moon. It's so <laughs> cute. But the field is yeah, very Yeah, let's, let's, let's stay in the field and magic. Let's, okay. not, let's yeah. stay away from the lake and the woods. So... So now we, we've sort of been talking about uh, this, the, the elephant in the room, the lindworm. The lindworm Ooh. is the monstrosity that haunts our summer camp. It is the bane of our existence, and it will destroy everything we built if we're not careful. It is the trauma of history and the collective pain of a cruel society and the violence inflicted on the marginalized and vulnerable. It's generally around 10 feet tall with arms like tree branches, papery flesh, and a mouth filled with too many teeth. It is a shapeshifter, and it will steal people's skin after flaying them alive. At the beginning of each session, someone in the group must ask the space you're in if the lindworm is there and if it would like to play. So I will do that now. If the lindworm is in the room, we would like to know if it would like to play with us. No lindworm here. That Thank was, goodness. That was very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I going to say it? Am I <laughs> Oh, oh, that is an important rule. Uh, so <laughs> if, uh, if the lindworm isn't there, a player is going to be secretly chosen to act for the lindworm for the session. And we're going to do that in a moment silently. Oh. Um, but I, this is an important rule that we can never forget. No role player is to act as the is to role play as the lindworm at any time. Got it. That is very dangerous. It comes when called. So, so, so one once of more. <laughs> what what is going to happen is uh, at d different periods in the game, players might elect to have the lindworm act. Uh, when the lindworm acts, we are going to pull from the lindworm deck here, um, and that will determine an effect. Uh, we will always pull three cards and whomever among us is selected to act as the lindworm has to make the difficult decision of which card is going to be chosen. Mm. They are going to choose that card, not only uh, how which card is chosen, but how that effect takes place. So they could take a lindworm card and flip it on top of the deck that will signal to us that it is a general thing that will happen to the camp. They can also take that card and place it in front of another player and signal that it will happen specifically to them. Uh, it's, so one of us is the Lindworm for the entire session? One, one of us is going to act as the Lindworm for the entire session. Um, the caveat is you're never supposed to role play as the Lindworm. That is like kind of a taboo. You just put down the card and the group together is going to figure out what that means. Oh. Um, okay. So okay. you're never in the responsibility of like needing to speak in the Lindworm's <laughs> voice or anything <laughs> like that. I do uh, love the Lindworm is a representation of all the evil society. It's 10 feet tall. It's like such a fucking camp monster. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It is a systemic bigotry and it has too many teeth. <laughs> <laughs> It's Not whispering valid. capitalism. <laughs> capitalism also flays its victims with their skin. So, so um, I, I will ask in this group, is there anybody who feels nervous or unprepared to play as the Lindworm and would not like to be uh, considered for that role? 
I would love to be the landlord. Okay. <laughs> wow. So the way the way the, surprise of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> A shapeshifter. No. The the way that we are going to do this is one of the cards in this pile here is the Queen of Spades. Whoever gets the Queen of Spades is going to have the difficult uh, position of acting as the Lindworm. So does that mean our character is always like being shape shifted? Not exactly or it's like an additional thing it's an additional thing okay. it's very much like these setting elements these setting elements are things that we can take over to embody like in a scene yeah, that okay. peas blossom is not in uh you know you might be the field or something uh it's just sometimes like there will be people who choose the weak move the lindworm acts and in that situation whomever gets the queen of spades is going to have to choose which card we go mm. with okay and okay. it's ongoing for the entire game or each time for the entire game okay like, so it's one person for the whole game one person so for it the won't whole be game. secret for that long yes okay. exactly though <laughs> we will close our eyes while they act so oh. uh, this is very camp Ooh. super fun okay fun, we all fun, feel fun. like it's gonna be hard because we're sitting so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think it's... we can do like we can do like a mafia esque thing and close our eyes and hum. <laughs> so that we create a little noise. That'll be audio nightmare. <laughs> you can edit that out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely have to pay someone to edit this one. This is gonna be a lot of different tracks. Um, <laughs> cool. You're so, welcome. Everybody, select a card. Do you understand the card that you have received? It's a question yes. that has yes. To yes. yes. You know what it means. Okay. Yes. It can mean one of two things, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're either one lindworm or two lindworms. <laughs> I have a top hat full of lindworms. <laughs> With that, uh, please return your cards to this pile. Uh, this is going to be our camper deck. When we need to make a camper, we'll be drawing a card from this pile. This red deck here, which I will place uh, kind of in, a in the middle of the table in a space where everybody can reach, is the Lindworm deck. So when we need to go through that, uh, we'll draw three cards and then close our eyes so the Lindworm player can choose which card and how it's going to affect us. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, so now we're going to get to the last part of setup, which is creating the summer camp itself, mm. which calls for a little bit of cool, fun art that we're going to do. I need everybody to grab one of these note cards. Okay, okay. And we're going to create a, a map of the camp, which is going to be represented Ooh, as boy. a physical space on this pin board here. So everybody is going to choose to draw one of these things and, like, basically... We'll just call, I'll call them off and you'll choose which one uh, suits you. So the first one is the field at the center of camp. Who would like to draw the field at the center of camp? I'm going to let the artist go first. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of uh, things that, that might needs be drawn. So uh, are we going to draw every single thing on this we're list? We're going to draw everything on this list. There, there are only five of them. So just like, and if the, a field might be pretty easy to draw. Cool. Yeah, I'll draw a field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the next is the lake. Uh, who would like to be responsible for the lake? I'll draw the lake. All right. I'll give you this. This is a sparkly blue pen, Ooh. which might be good for a lake. Uh, the next is the fire pit. Who feels into the fire pit? I'll draw the fire pit. Hell yeah. Here's a sparkly red Sharpie. And 
Are there any tips that you have for um, for what we're drawing? Like um, anything it, that would be fun for the game, or you know, like honestly, what what it's what this is going to do is we're going to pin these to this board here, and this board is going to kind of be like a weird physical map that is also kind of an emotional map of like what's happening in the story. So these are just places like images that are like grounding us in this place. So uh, if I drew like a bunch of goblins in mine, like it wouldn't mean that there were like a bunch of goblins. Yeah, or... No, no, but it might be like, that's how we think of that place. It's like, this is the goblins realm. Like when we're, if Molly drew a bunch of goblins in the fire pit, it's like we go around that fire pit and we're fucking goblins together. Mm -hmm. Like that's who oh. we are. So like, yeah, that, that'll, it'll just be a guide for us. Uh, the next is the oldest tree in the woods. I'll do that one. Hell yes. And finally, it is the bunks. I will draw the bunks. <laughs> okay, okay. Music for this episode of One Shot was provided by Scott Buckley under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. The main theme is Firefly. The song leader's theme is Homeward. The rope keeper's theme is Dragon's Lullaby. The fresh blood's theme is Rainbows. The lifeguard's theme is Jade. The counselor's theme is Legionnaire. The athlete's theme is Crusader. The Lindworm's theme is Cobalt. For more of Scott Buckley's music, go to scottbuckley.com.au. This episode of One Shot was edited by Tracy Barnett. You can find them online at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Sleepaway. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other great gaming shows on the One Shot Network, like Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Boatier create characters in multiple role-playing games with prominent guests from around the game's community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth in a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great session zero every week. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week I want to remind everyone to register to vote. Folks, you are running out of time if you have not registered yet this year. And even if you've registered in your state in years past, sometimes voter rolls get purged, even in states where they're not supposed to do that. It's always best to hedge your bets to check that you're registered or re-register. And this year, because of the pandemic, there are plenty of people who are registering to vote by mail. There's currently an effort by the federal government to, to prevent mail-in ballots from getting counted. You can circumvent those measures by calling your local election authority and finding out where you can drop off mail-in ballots. If you drop off your ballot with your election authority, you can ensure that it's counted without having to wait hours online to vote in person. It's the safest and surest way to make sure your voice is heard. So be sure you're registered and be sure to look into mail-in voting and where you can drop off that mail-in ballot to make sure that it's counted. 
Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.